I'm nice. And I'm naughty. And, and we're, we're both 40. 40. We're going to tell you how it really is. From our perspective. Tune in on Sundays at 2 p.m. As we dish on topics we're sure you can relate to. We're here. It's episode five, and we have a very special guest for a two-part series, my sister, Tanisha. So for the next two episodes, we're nice, naughty, sassy, and 40. Okay. Please say hi to our listeners, Tanisha. Hi, this is Sassy. It's an honor to be here with you all. Looking forward to these two parts. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening for the very first time, thanks for joining us. Please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify or Amazon Music so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you want, you can check out some previous episodes too. But for now, Mm -hmm. you're in for a really good discussion. (laughs) Absolutely. Hope you're ready for some D&D. Down and dirty. When it comes to divorce and dating after divorce, there's so much to get into. Oh my goodness, yes. So we'll talk about divorce in part one and dating after divorce in part two. So stay tuned. Absolutely. So now, before we dive into the deep end with this discussion, let's set a few ground rules. (laughs) Number one, no mentioning exes by names, ladies. Oh, man. (laughs) We just got this podcast started. You know that, Michelle. And we don't want to have anyone trying to sue us for slander, even if what you're saying is true. Oh, gosh, dang it. (laughs) Number two. Even though I don't think you ladies will have a problem with this, make sure you're candid when you're sharing your perspectives. Our listeners expect it and appreciate it, right? I mean, uh, come on, I'm naughty. (laughs) And number three, this one is a disclaimer for the listeners. Michelle and Tanisha, obviously they don't speak for all women, but their perspectives definitely represent them as divorced women in their 40s oh that don't sound good like divorced women in their 40s let's say just divorced women in their prime in their prime yeah (laughs) (laughs) we'll say in their prime yes in their prime thank you (laughs) before we get into divorce talk it makes sense that we talk a little bit about marriage so ladies Let's start with how old you were when you got married and, you know, what some of your expectations are. Tanisha, since you're our guest, why don't we start with you and then we'll go over to Michelle. Yes, you go first. (laughs) So when I first got married the first time, I was 28. Thought it was going to be forever. It lasted pretty much about eight years. Mm -hmm. Dealt with an immature individual who wasn't really ready to be a husband nor a stand-up guy. I'm still pretty much dealing with that as, you know, I still have children up there. Um, Second marriage wasn't a priority to that person. They were fixated on other things. Um, Thought the second time around was going to be more blissful. 
but obviously it wasn't because I'm here on the show. Oh, <laughs> you put it that way. I know. Oh. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> so how old were you when you did the second marriage? Uh, the second marriage, I was 41. Okay. I age when I was 40. I was all hype, excited, like, yes, this is going to be the last chapter. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Oops. It's, it's okay though. It is okay because we're in our prime. That's right. That's mm. right. Mm-hmm. Michelle? So uh, I was 34 um, when I finally decided to get married, but we had already been together for over 10 years. It was just a crazy relationship. We were engaged for two years, but that was an on and off again. God gave me some warnings, but I was in love. I was like, yes, I'm like, but I still love, but I love him. Um, I had so many warnings. I think I threw that ring at him. I don't know how many times. Like, yeah, it was crazy. So it was a mess. Um, but I, it's bad. I don't remember like how long we were actually together. I know it was over nineteen years. I remember when we worked the Sears Credit. Uh, you know, oh, you telling all our business like that? <laughs> Did you just tell them we worked at Sears Credit? I don't remember. That's when I fell in love. <laughs> that was, I don't know, like 2000? That, yeah, that was definitely early 2000 because I didn't graduate from, from Not, college at that point. So it had to be either two, it had to be Don't say early two. No, no, no. I had a boyfriend already. It was in the 90s. Uh-uh, uh-uh. See, I had a boyfriend and y'all telling them, really? Thank you. Thank you. Y'all just put me all the way on the spot. Yeah, because he actually, yeah, he took me from somebody. And I think I usually say that it happened, it started like in the 2000s. Sorry, that person. Thanks, thanks, ladies. See, this is what happens when you go way back with your girls. Oh, my goodness. So they, yeah, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, I had so many um, warnings, um, but I, I went through with it. Right, so ladies, we've got the mushy stuff out of the way. Now let's get into the dirt beneath the divorce. Of course, people get divorced for various reasons. Sometimes the water is just so muddy that the actual reasons just aren't clear. But drawing from your own experience, what are the main reasons you think people get divorced? Is it a matter of being too nice, naughty, or even sassy? What do you say, Tanisha? For me, I'm going to say financial reasons. Mm. Cheating. Mm-hmm. And because of my situation, priorities. Mm. Big yeah. thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe both of my marriages, I probably was too nice. And I mean, I'm a nice person, but I also have a mouth on me. The niceness yes. comes from the back. Yes, you do. The mouth is out of control, but you That's know, why you it's sassy. okay. It can be tamed. <laughs> by the right one. Yes, by the right one. For me, I'm going to say, I, I'm going to change it up and say um, being naive. Um, was that, that wasn't one of the options, but um, I was naive. Um, I guess that's being too nice. Um, marrying an older man. Mm-hmm. Uh, will kind of like you're gonna learn some things and it's gonna spin you because they know things you don't know, so um, and they know how to work you mentally. So, um, not saying it's bad to marry an older man, but you know, we had issues with infidelity, um, finances at times, but not often, and the priority thing. So, that was our issues. Mm-hmm. What do you 
to mean by priority? You mean not making your marriage a priority, not making you a priority? Like Tanisha and then Michelle, what do you mean by that? That could be me at this for my second marriage, uh -huh. me. I wasn't the priority. Okay. Everything else was more important than me. Mm -hmm. And even I guess even with the household, household mm -hmm. bills, that wasn't a priority, but you know, passing off money to your cousin, you know, pumpkin was a priority. <laughs> No names, <laughs> no names. <laughs> For me, the priorities was with the family. Like yeah. you're always out, and mm -hmm. I I see now why he was always out. But it was like I was not a priority, so I had to do everything with um, our boys. So mm -hmm. um, just got sick of it. I was not a priority. Mm -hmm. So, do you think sometimes people hold on longer than they should in a marriage, or that? There's something that might make a person continue to hold on. What do you, you say, Tanisha? Um, yeah, I do. I do believe mm -hmm. because um, me personally, I gave a lot of chances. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, just, you know, waiting for this consistent change to occur. And, of course, it obviously it didn't happen. And then I think some people stay because they are afraid to be alone. Yeah. They don't, you know, nobody wants to wake up next to the pillow. Or teddy bears. Got, teddy bear, yeah, like me. Or that kid that snuck in your bed. I don't know. <laughs> but nobody really, that's not mm -hmm. the dream life, you know. So, yeah. you know, and also some people can't make it financially. Yeah. Finances True. is a big thing, you know. So we have to stay together because we got to pay these bills. True. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's true. why a lot of people used to do it even more so back in the day, you know. Uh, they have five, six kids, and they're like, look, I guess we just going to have to stay together because I can't afford it you know, mm. not to, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I think for me, um, I don't know. I mean, that happens, like, uh, where you stay together. But I know, like, with both of us, it was weird. We just kind of fell out of love. And I think we were both just hoping that it would come back. Like, and we tried to stay in it. We we did therapy. We tried. Um, but it's just uh, too much thing. Too many things had happened. So, um, I don't know. We, and then sticking it out for the family. You know, you want that Cosby family. You want to look, yes. you know, good. Yes. And then it's what the neighbor's going to think. And what's this, you know. Then then one day you wake up and be like, I don't give a what they think. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, it's just, it changes. So, uh, I could think it, yeah, just sticking it out for appearances too. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm sure, you know, a lot of our listeners can relate to all of the reasons you've given so far. Now, this next question, it requires both of you to be a little vulnerable. Mm. I know that's tricky when you're sassy and naughty, <laughs> <laughs> but how do you grow and move on after divorce we won't say in your 40s. I was told to say in your prime. In your prime. Thank you. <laughs> so for me, uh, a lot of self-reflection. Mm. Um, I got more into me. I know people always mm -hmm. say, oh, that's the first thing people say when they're not with somebody. I'm going to get into myself. <laughs> guess what? I needed to get into myself. Because yep. I, was, I stopped doing a lot of things that I used to do. I used mm. to bake and all kind of stuff. And I just stopped. So mm. now I... Um, you know, do a little journaling, pamper days for me and stuff of that nature. And I will say, part of my reflection is I bought myself a new car. There you the go. <laughs> there so you I go. So that for me he was a big support anyone else financially. No, right? Exactly. 
That's what I'm talking about. So, and you're a baker too. So, I like chocolate chip cookies just to let you know, put that out there before, you know, like cookies. What about you, Michelle? Um, so with me, of course, you know, you're like, huh, I'm gonna make him pay. So I went into this major workout thing. Like I got to have this banging body, like, you know, so that's still kind of like looking back at like, um, self-reflection, but I was so focused, like on making me, I had to look good just so I could see who this girl was. Um, you know, uh, a younger woman, of course. I hate to even say that. It sounds weird, but um, I so I'm like, okay, I got to compete. I don't know. Not saying I want to compete to get him back, but just to make me feel good, I needed to, to be when we, if we did see each other, I needed to look good. So I went into this crazy freight um, phase of like just working out to get my revenge body. And uh, I cheated. I had a little tummy tuck too. So <laughs> I did. I cheated. I, yep, I'm telling my little secret. <laughs> so if y'all been wondering about my little pictures, yep. But I gained some weight, so you may not see it now. But yes, I did that. And um, just I noticed that, um, of course, you know, you're doing that that the physical part of it, but you're not dealing with the fact of the divorce. So I remember I had took my rings and I never opened the box. I was like, all right, I'm going to go up here to the jewelry store. I think I'm going to get me some little studs or something, trade it in because, you know, they don't give you nearly what it's worth. So I figured, all right, I'll trade it in and put it towards some studs. So I go and I'm talking to the lady, come up with a good deal. I go to open up the box and I just like had a whole moment in the jewelry store and she's like she just closed the box real quick and she's like look here take this home you're not ready and I couldn't believe I'm like oh am I crying oh hell no I'm in the store crying like no so I'm getting myself together like so I went home that night I still remember it was like my breaking point when I realized I had me and I had God but um and it's so weird I try not to get into the spirit the the religious part of it but your spirituals, you have to tap into your spiritual side because I went home that night. I was home. Um, I used to have four boys and I had my two stepsons, my boys and a husband in that house. This house is empty now. So I went back home to an empty house. I remember it was June 15th, 2018. I had had my divorce papers for probably about a little over a month at that time. And I am just playing music. You know, you really get into your down part. You play the Mary J. Blige and all the stuff. Not going to cry. And I'm bawling and crying and crying hysterically. And something says to me, get your Bible. So I'm like looking for my Bible. I got a, um, it's a women of color devotional Bible. And it's like dedicated for each week. It's like a, um, it's a dedication to it. I open it up. It is June 15th. And this is the third week of June, and it is on divorce. How about that? And the title of it is How I Got Over. I read that insert over and over and over again. I cried a little more (laughs) as I read it. But I went to sleep, and I swear the next day I woke up, and I was like, I'm I'm good. Like, I just felt a sense of relief. I feel like I mourned my, my marriage at that time. So I was good to go after that. That's awesome. That's awesome. So... After divorce, would either one of you want to get married again, or is it a wrap? No, I, I want to be married. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be single, but guess what? This time is going to be the longest engagement ever. <laughs> right? <laughs> the longest. Because I believe, you know, 
marriage is wonderful as long as with the right person. Yeah. And yeah. It's fighting. It's not one person fighting to be in the marriage. Exactly. That is so true. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So I I absolutely want to get married again. Um, I know it's bad, but I like being married because I feel like I can have all the sex I want without feeling bad. <laughs> like day, night. <laughs> God is okay with it. Like, so, and I'm like, I know I'm a relationship person because I'm a very sexual being. So I need someone to tame my tiger. Tame your tiger. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for your insight, ladies. This is the perfect place to stop part one of our conversation. Mm. We got the first D, divorce, out of the way. (laughs) Now, stay tuned for part two, Dating After Divorce. Mm, mm, mm. We're excited to bring you back, Tanisha, and we know you're going to come back with some of that sassiness, right? Oh, you know it. Thank you for having me. Wonderful, wonderful. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to it, too. I I feel like I got a little mushy today. Like, that's not me. But uh, Dating After Divorce, (laughs) that's going to be funny. (laughs) And just dating in your 40s. No, in our prime. That's right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I know I have a lot to say about that because I'm definitely in my prime and this dating thing. Oh, I can't wait till we talk about that. So, um, did you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow on Spotify or Apple Music? We're on Apple right, Music. That's right. <laughs> So if you haven't um, done it yet, if you haven't subscribed, do it now. The next episode is going to be crazy. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Also follow us on Instagram and Facebook to keep the discussion going. We want to hear from you. It's about that time for an inspirational quote. This one comes from Oprah Winfrey. Good riddance to decisions that don't support self-care, self-value, and self-worth what does this mean to you tanisha um if it's not positive as far as adding to my life then i don't need no parts of it anymore Mm -hmm. loving myself first is pretty much the main thing that i'm you know looking for now as far as contributing to my relationships i need them to add Mm -hmm. there you go what about you Mm -hmm. michelle um for me, I take away from that, um, put yourself first without guilt, period, point blank. You come first. So that's that's it. What you think, Tanya? I definitely echo what you ladies both said. I think that we see those T-shirts and all that we might see, <laughs> uh, those memes that talk about self-care. But when mm-hmm. we think about if we're actually doing it for mm-hmm. ourselves, a lot of times the answer is no. Yep. And I mean, that phrase, good riddance, to me, that means so long, sucker. I don't want to see you anymore. <laughs> like, it's not saying bye, because bye is like, you feel like you got a chance. Bye. Yeah. See you soon. No, I don't want to see you soon. <laughs> and so I think it's that idea of, you know, I'm tired of acting like I'm doing self-care and not really. This time, I really mean it. And mm-hmm. I, that's what I took it to mean. Like, this time, I'm really going to do things mm. that are for me. Okay. You know? Yep, it sounds good. Yeah, I like that. Great, great, great. Until next time, whatever you do, live your best life by loving yourself.